Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. Well, hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you here. Episode number 36 of And Now the Good News. A chance to take a pause each week and look at the good news stories that are reminding us we really are making a world that works better for everyone. More importantly, this week, we really are all in this thing called life together. Oh my gosh, where do we start this week? There is so much news, so many statistics, so many stories, so much fear, so much uncertainty, unsettledness, whatever you want to call it. And yet the good news continues. So let's get started today. I want to talk about a series of good news stories related to the COVID-19 virus and then, uh, and then some of the stories that might be getting missed in the hype of the COVID thing in the midst of all this. Uh, first up, you may have seen some of the videos. The, the Italians are quarantined. Many are uh, forced to shelter in place. And they've been stepping out onto their balconies and creating music and song together. People from um, different buildings creating uh, music together out on their balconies. It's a great testament to the spirit of getting uh, over this that's happening. Uh, Italy's been especially hard hit. I encourage you to check out this story. I'll post links in the show notes so you can see the videos here. And, you know, the, the compassion that's showing up in the world is a great thing. If there is anything good coming out of this virus, it's a way that we're seeing how we can help our neighbors and how uh, how interconnected we really are, all are. This next story, a, uh, a woman in North Carolina, Becky Hoffler, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, she works at Duke University. Uh, realized that the elderly were having a hard time getting food and staples and started asking and started offering to do grocery shopping for people and has been uh, doing the grocery shopping for a number of people while there's still groceries and uh, and taking those to uh, her the seniors in her community. So kudos to you, Becky. You know, I think we're going to see more and more good news stories of people helping each other out through these times and coming together as one human family. Another story comes out of Columbus, the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Uh, they were having their annual bodybuilding competition. It's called the Classic Arnold, and uh, and it got closed. It got postponed. Well, they had a whole ton of food that they needed to do something with. You might know where, recognize where we're going with this story. They packed it all up and they sent it over to Nashville to the first responders there that were dealing with the hurricanes. 
those hurricanes kind of got lost in the storm. Sorry about the pun there. Uh, the the media storm, which is the coronavirus. So they packed up all that food, sent it on over to Nashville, and several thousand first responders and tornado-affected families were served by that food. I'm sure there's a lot more of those stories going on that we just haven't heard about out there in the world today. All right. Now, if you follow this whole COVID-19 thing, coronavirus thing, um, the, the science leads back to what are called wet markets in China and other places throughout the, the world. One of the reasons is that uh, along the way, China allowed the consumption of wild animals as a meat source, as a, as a food source, which led to an underground black market, raising of wild animals and farming of wild animals. Well, China has now banned the consumption of wildlife. It prohibits the hunting, trade, transportation, and consumption of all terrestrial wild animals, whether bred captively or caught in the wild. Uh, so this is really, really good news, actually. It's believed the coronavirus uh, made the leap from a, a bat to another animal and then from that animal over to the human. And this is going to go a long way. Now, they're going to have to enforce it, and we're going to have to help China make sure they enforce that. Uh, but this is good news. This is uh, good news to ensure, uh, to help ensure this doesn't happen again in the future. And we can't say that uh, a worldwide shutdown or pause or reboot or uh, a retreat for a couple of weeks can't be a bad thing. Um, the coronavirus is, is causing a fall in global CO2 emissions. And uh, this is uh, based on research that was done. Um, the uh, organization's called Carbon Bo CarbonBrief.org. Uh, did this research and it would appear that uh, especially in China the CO2 emissions have dropped now they'll start up again when that country comes back online however for now it uh, it may be a, a, a side benefit we hadn't intended still we need to find a cure and we need to find a virus and a vaccine a vaccine for this virus we need to find a way to help people get healthy and so big kudos going out this week to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They have formulated a COVID-19 therapeutics accelerator and they're donating, kicking it off, funding it with $100 million to start and to get this thing moving. And I've seen projections that it could be 18 months or longer before we can eradicate this thing from the planet. Uh, during that time, there's going to need to be research and there's going to need to be development of vaccines, pharmaceuticals and such. Uh, so Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donating $100 million to speed up the treatment and response to COVID-19. Now, every couple of years or so, there's one of these wonderful opportunities to check in with our fear or check out of the fear. And a couple of years ago, it was the Ebola outbreak, and uh, it's uh, this. It's kind of interesting. The Democratic Republic of the Congo, the DRC, uh, 
officially announced that the their nation's final and last Ebola patient is uh, is cured, has been released from treatment, and is back on the mend, and that Ebola has now been eradicated there. So uh, this has been a long time in the coming, almost two years, eighteen months, and uh, and yet we see the light at the end of the tunnel. This is a great example of how when we follow the recommendations of our leaders and the CDC and other health organizations, the World Health Organization, we can overcome what appears to be an end times type virus or disease. So uh, great work here. We're, we're beyond the hump. Uh, with Ebola there in the Democrat in the DRC. A little bit closer to home, a couple of other good news stories that don't have to deal with Ebola and viruses and sickness. Uh, California's governor has announced that they are donating nearly 300 state-owned buildings to local counties and local cities to be used as uh, homeless centers and a way of attacking the homelessness crisis. So they're going to donate these buildings. I think that, you know, it has to be legal. So they sell them for a buck a piece or something like that. However, this is a great step forward. Kudos to California. Kudos to the governor there for making this, uh, this call. Governor Newsom has really been a champion of figuring out how we address this homelessness issue during his term. And, uh, and this is another step. They're going to take a bunch of state-owned buildings and donate them to local NGOs and cities and communities and allow them the opportunity to uh, determine how to best use those to home uh, house the homeless. So good work there. And wow, amazing news from Antarctica. They are uh, tracking the blue whale and the blue whale is making a comeback uh, they were spotted for the first time since the 1980s in and around Antarctica. Uh, this includes also the humpback whale, fin whales, and southern right whales, all making a comeback. Uh, the blue whale is doing the best at the moment. And this is since uh, there was an international moratorium placed on whaling in these waters in 1982. So it's taken decades for the populations to come back, but they are coming back and there is a resurgence of the whale population. So again, we're doing good in a lot of places. There's a lot of good news out there, folks, and our job is to make sure we can find that good news and share it with everyone, especially during these times. So if you have a good news story you'd like me to cover in this program, by all means, reach out, let me know. I'm not here to cover it the coronavirus for every week. Let's keep reminding each other of the good news that's happening in the world. That's about all that we've got time for this day. However, I invite you to go on out or stay inside, make it a great day, and find the good news in your world. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.